Hi, welcome to Random Acts of Conversation. This is Mo and Scott, your hosts, brought to you live with Dave, the producer. It's live. I don't know. Is it live? <laughs> if you like the show, we encourage you to please subscribe to it on iTunes, and you can also like us on our Facebook page. If you have any comments or suggestions for future shows or comments about past shows, please email us at racpodcast at gmail.com. All right, so you've been gone for a little while, Scott. Long while. I know, it's been a couple weeks. What you been doing? <laughs> what I've been doing? Yeah. It was more you busy than me. No. Really? I'm going to blame Dave. Oh! Yes. It was Dave. Even though Dave, Dave's not in the studio with us today no, either. It's that's all, true. It's all his fault. I feel like it's your fault then. I don't think so. I have a question. One <laughs> that I know that you hate to talk about. <laughs> And you have not wanted to talk about, but I'm talking about it. Okay. Tell me what you think about soulmates. What about them? Do you believe in them? Yes. Do you believe there's just one person for every person? One soulmate per every person. Define soulmate. Well, see, now that's an interesting question because people can define it in different ways. Do you want to hear how Elizabeth Gilbert defines it? I would it? like to hear how the school counselor... Nice defines a soulmate to a, a 16 year old child that feels like that this boy is her soulmate and has confided in you. Okay. Well, first of all, you tell them there is no such thing. No, I don't not believe in soulmates. I just don't believe there's just one person for every one person. And here's the thing is that I think that a soulmate can be a friend. Listen, I, I don't believe okay. that one person. You just said that. I, I said there's one soulmate. Yeah, right. But I don't believe there's just one soulmate. I think a person can have uh, many soulmates. And it can be a romantic relationship, but it can also be a friendship. And it's, I mean, it's obviously a deep connection. But I like this definition. Can I read it to you? <laughs> you got an from, official definition. Well, no. I got it from Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, Elizabeth so Gilbert. So it, you know it must be true. But I really like it. Was it on the internet? Because if it's not on the internet, it's not true. It is in her book, oh. Eat, Pray, Love. So, oh. Isn't that a movie? Oh, my God. Sorry. First it was her life. And then it became a book. And then it became a movie. Can I'm waiting. Talk? I'm waiting. Okay. So people think a soulmate is your perfect fit. And that's what everyone wants. But a true soulmate is a mirror, the person who shows you everything that's holding you back, the person who brings you to your own attention so you can change your life. I think it was kind of a nice definition of it. No. No? Why not? Because under that definition, your mother can be your soulmate. Yes, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, your soulmate can... I have friends that are, like, soulmates to me that can't... Yeah, be but that's not what you think of when... Okay, so back, uh, I don't know, episode three, you asked us what our love language was, right? Yeah. And Dave and I both assumed, when, and I don't know if you assumed this too, but when you said it, that you were talking about love, like our relationship with our significant other. Well, I was. For so that, that's when you mean. speak of soulmate, you're talking about your significant other. Okay. Who you're meant to be with. All right. So here's the thing too, is that, you, okay, if we want to take it to just like the significant other, I think that a soulmate is somebody that is like a mirror to you, though. But I think that a lot of the times, if you're thinking about romantic relationships, a lot of the times people settle because they don't think they're ever going to find their soulmate or they've already found that soulmate. But time has passed and that person has moved on and 
whatever. And so they're like, whatever, I'll just get married. Because there's only one. There's not just one. There's not just one. I'm, I, listen, I, you said like that you could be able to be with a few, right? Mm-hmm. But they're they're not necessarily your soulmate. Right. Because there's only just one. There's not just <laughs> No. <laughs> no. I think that there are very... Romantically speaking, I think that there are very few people in the world that you can really, really just love to the point where it just it just works really, really, really well. All right. So I don't necessarily use when you talk about soulmate and you talk about the mirror thing that you just the reason why I don't uh, connect that is because when I think of soulmate, I think I think the way that you defined it takes out fate and fate. Oh, yeah. Explain. Oh yeah. Um, I could I could narrow it down that the reason why Kate and I are married is because I broke my leg my senior year in high school playing soccer. But <laughs> because it because it set off a series of events that caused me to finally meet Kate, and like all of the things that happened are not normal. That made it finally happen. And I think that when when you're like, do you believe in fate? Like, absolutely, I do. There's, what if you're in a bad marriage, though? Are you fated to be together? Like what? Well, maybe it's just not over. What? Like your fate is not over. Maybe that's the, that bad marriage is what's going to put you at something greater later on in life. And you, you know, need that bad marriage to get back to where you're supposed that, to be. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like everything happens for a reason. Sort of. So do you believe that? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're Still haven't figured out why I haven't won the lottery yet, but whatever. <laughs> There's a reason for that, I guess. No, so like when I think of soulmates, the reason why I hate talking about this because it makes me sound like um, I'm one of those guys that's like, hey, read the cards, you know, like yeah. I'm a cancer, so this, you know. I don't like that you looked at me and you thought of cancer. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> or that I was born in July. Whatever, but, it doesn't matter, it's about me. Yeah, I know, it's always about you. Yep. So so I'm thinking, I, when I think of soulmates, I think like this this was something that was destined to be, you know. And you talk about, I hear like, I coach middle school, high school, elementary kids, and they throw this around all the time. Oh, she's my soulmate or he's my soulmate, blah, blah, blah. And I laugh because I don't think they're fated yet. Like, I don't think they're fated to be together. I think the relationships that they have already are, are creating like the background knowledge, are curbing the fate to find what would be their soulmate. But then there's free choice as well. Like, there there so, is, but is there? Okay, but say you can't really disagree that there are some people out there that might be destined to be together, but never, that, like it never aligns that they can be together. But it's clear they should be together. But because Yeah, but of, the person that but they're... But I'm still but, talking, so you shouldn't be. Oh they, my God. So I'm sorry for talking while you're interrupting me. I'll try not to let that happen again. <laughs> Anyways, you can say that uh, uh, actions that you took the, by free will prevented that fate, as you call it, from actually happening and that destiny from actually happening. Yeah, but they're not with their soulmate. Right. So then you have to live your life without your soulmate. Correct. But what if you know who that person is? It, oh, well. <laughs> so, But you know who that soulmate is. So your, your question was, do you have one soulmate? Yes. One. You have one. Jeez. The world is big. I understand it is. The world is big, but yet I'm I'm a guy that's born and raised in Michigan and I'm with somebody that was raised in Maryland. The world is big. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do hear what you're saying, but I just, I have a hard time thinking there's just one, one person in the whole world 
So like if, if something were to happen to Kate, God forbid, you're saying there's nobody else out there. That's my soulmate. No. Yeah. Oh. Somebody that can make me happy and I could spend some time with. Absolutely. But like you, you only have one actual soulmate. I think so. Huh? <laughs> the one that you're fated to be with. Someone that like destiny took you there. You don't believe in that? I don't know. You believe, I, you believe all your free choices help you find your soulmate? I believe that there are people in the world, like there are definitely people that you should be with, but I don't necessarily think that you always end up with those people. And also I can't believe that if you are fortunate enough to end up with those, that person, that if something happened to that person, you would never be able to find that same level of intimacy and love again. Um, well, we, we disagree. I cannot believe it. But I think that it's a lot harder now. It should be easier. It's a lot harder now because of the new age of the internet and social media and all that other stuff. It's harder now to find your soulmate? Yes. Because you're so tempted by other things around you. That, well, that and it, it almost eliminates some of the sweet and awesome coincidences that happen in your life that make you understand that this is your soulmate. Because... There's not as much coincidence anymore. Like, why did I end up on this day when she was there too? You know, right? they don't have that anymore. Everything's. Yeah. There, I mean, there is something to be said about like how things come back around again. You know, you know how they're always like, well, if something's meant to be, let it go. Blah, 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 if it comes around again. Like, I don't really know where I'm going with that. Well, I mean, but... and what, I, what I'm thinking, because anytime that you talk about soulmate, and I know there's probably a lot of your friends that are going to bully me on the internet and He's say, you. say you have 35 soulmates in your lifetime, read this book, right? This is not coming from books I've read, by the way. This is just coming from me. Oh. And my own, like, my own life experience. Now, if we're to d define, like, a soulmate, like, uh, if we're to put them in categories, do you have a soulmate that's a, a friendship soulmate, uh you know, a uh, romantic soulmate, then maybe it's different. But if you're saying like an all-encompassing soulmate, I I think that, uh, so I think there's there's one supreme soulmate that would basically trumps all. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's bold. Yeah. I mean, it, there's just a lot of circumstances and fate that's involved with all of that. It's a, it's a higher level of, I don't know, connection. You talked about the mirror, right? Yeah. Um, but... I think it's, I think it's higher than that. I think it's, um, I, I've stumped you. Well, I'm just like, it's such a bold statement. Like there was um, one, you know. I'm not saying that you can't be happy without your soulmate. But then to that. Okay. So if I, if I like say something happens and like, if I'm dating somebody who was then divorced, who divorced by somebody who thought they're, they were with their soulmate. And I knew that. Then I would be like, well, that sucks. Like, they'll never love me like the person that they were with then. So, okay, let's say you're single and the guy just got a divorce. And this is what you're the scenario you're talking about. And he specifically says to you, I already had my soulmate. You should not be dating that dude. <laughs> Nobody admits that. That's a horrible pickup line. That is a pickup line. <laughs> like, oh, so you, if you were single, you wouldn't say that? What? I already had my soulmate. Kate was my soulmate. Heck no. You wouldn't? That's the worst pickup line on the planet. Huh. Then what if they asked you, Scott, you're my soul. What if they thought you were their soulmate? You lie. Oh, wow. <laughs> you 100%. You 100% lie. 
Do all guys lie? Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to rat anybody out. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> so, so I don't know. So is Kate your soulmate? I don't know. We don't know. Are you lying or are you telling the truth? Maybe <laughs> yeah. you already had your soulmate. I have, I have zero credibility right now. You have zero credibility right It now. is what it is. Oh. But there was a lot of fate involved for Kate and I actually meeting. A lot of things happened. had to happen. Yeah. She had to deny me like three times. My buddy had to step in. Why did I end up in Maryland anyway? Slash Delaware. Yeah. I mean, like, it was just. She was your lobster. I, God, you always bring that up. I like the lobster. <laughs> I actually have never brought that up before. Somebody else said it on a different show then. Well, I, it would have had to have been me. Yeah. You said it somewhere. It was either at the house or something. Anyway. All right. I'm going to change the subject. Okay. Fair enough. Because today when you talked to me about this subject, I wanted to talk about something else. Fine. I had an argument with my son. <laughs> Guess what it's about? No, don't. That's a, that's a horrible idea. Okay. <laughs> but video games. Okay. And and for the lack of sounding like a um, 75-year-old man, right, it's got to stop. How, oh, what do you mean? Like no the, more it's, ever? It's got, no, it's got to stop. The, like, okay, a few issues that I'm having right now. One, video games now versus when I was their age take forever. Yes, there's no end. And there's no consequence in dying in these games. Like when we played and you died, if you lost your three lives in your game, you had to start over. Like that was your consequence. There was no like anxiety. Like if I mess up, I have to start over. And death looked like a cartoon character as well. Whereas now it looks like a real human. Well, that's a whole different element. That's a whole different element. That's a whole different element. So these kids can... Play, die, play, die, play, die, play, die over and over again. They can do it for like eight hours. I know. It, I know. It's insane. It is insane. Yeah. I actually made the mistake on, uh, I don't know, a day, one of these days where I had to get a lot of stuff done like all day long. And Jacob, like what I, he was like on the um, games all day long and I never let him play all day long. He was a total brat when I was finally like, you got to get off of these. He was a brat. And then I realized, um, yeah, this isn't going to happen. So I would again. say like 50% of my arguments with my son has to do with video games. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mine too. <laughs> 50%. Yeah. Like, and, and all different elements. So, so, okay. So rewind. Like I was talking about like you have three lives and it's over. Mm -hmm. Right. That's not even talking about the fact that if it was a two player game back in our day. You had to sit and watch your buddy play. Mm -hmm. And then when he when he died, then you got to play. So there was also the anxiety if you messed up that you weren't playing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like so so there was so you just didn't play. Right. Because you didn't want to be that guy that was just sitting there watching your buddy play. These kids nowadays can watch their buddy play for hours. For hours. Do you, they go on YouTube and watch people <laughs> open boxes. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It and, is. And it's like, a, I can't believe I didn't think about this. I'm going to make a YouTube channel and I'm just going to tap my fingers on, I'm going to paint my nails. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to have people watch me do it. <laughs> I don't think it would sell, but I, I will I tell like it might. I will tell you this, that my son circumvented the whole, cause we only let him play an hour. Yeah. Right. That's pretty good. So, well, I found that out tonight talking to some of my parents um, that an hour is short, but I thought it was long. It's too long for me, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. And um, I let him play an hour. And what my son started to do, this was like a year ago, is he would play for an hour and then go on his phone and go on YouTube 
and watched someone else play on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I turned into like my parents, like your brain's going to fry, you know, blah, right. blah, all this other stuff. And it, it's just the course of every argument is has to do with that. You know, I do agree, but I did th- think the other day when I was probably in the middle of yelling Jacob to get off of watching his iPad because he was watching a YouTube thing, but he was watching a YouTube thing about like planets. And then I was like, why am I yelling? It's like, why am I yelling him at him to get off of that? Like when you're learning about planets. All right. Yeah, I know. So I'm a like... I believe in integrating all the technology you can into teaching. It's a new generation, right? I right. believe in it. So Owen's argument today, <laughs> this morning, this morning, sorry, this afternoon when he got home from school was, I am becoming smarter by playing video games because video games make me less stressed about school. That's his argument, right? Have you sat and watched them play these video games? Yeah, and that's actually not true. Right. But- so... So Kate has her master's Mm -hmm. in special ed, but childhood development, Yeah. right? Zero credibility to my son. If a guy that has a high school diploma on YouTube that is a gamer and makes a million dollars being this YouTube gamer says that, look, I'm becoming smarter because of this. My son believes that dude over, over my wife. Yeah. Who has got who has degrees in it? Well, also because that's his mother. <laughs> I, I don't get it. So I said to him, like, how do I how do I make a proper analogy? Because I like to argue, as you can tell. Yeah. How do I make a proper analogy? Okay. The fridge is broken, Owen, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's the plug. There's something wrong with the plug, right? A fridge repair guy comes in and says it's not. It has to do with some cooling system fan or whatever. Who do you believe, Owen? Right. And he goes, the fridge repair guy. And I go, then why don't you believe mom? What <laughs> like, did he say? He's like, because, because because you guys have no credibility. He keeps repeating. You have no did credibility. Did you say your mother was teacher of the year? I did. I didn't did. Care. Nope. Not a single bit. Oh. He says we have no credibility because our argument is biased. But I'm not giving I'm not giving him my usual the usual parent argument. Like, you know, you're gonna your brain's gonna fry if you watch if you sit too close to the screen, like your parents used to say back in the day, you know, watching TV. I'm not giving him that. Like Kate's actually giving him statistics of, you know, childhood development and all this other stuff. And it does not matter. Some YouTuber said you can make a million dollars by playing video games. Yeah, but that's like, that's how it's always been though. Like when we were kids, every generation, like, I mean, if we listened to logic, nobody would ever drink, smoke, uh, anything. Like people are going to do what popularity tells them. Well, that's what his argument first was. It was the, what I call the marijuana argument. Mm -hmm. Because back when I was playing um, some people that actually smoked, I would say, you can't, you can't play the best that you can play. And when you're on that stuff and and their argument was, well, how do you know? Oh, because you have, because you don't do it. So his argument's the same thing. Well, how do you know? You're not, you're not relieving your stress by playing video games. But he's not relieving (laughs) stress, which I understand. Like, he thinks he is, but really his system is getting worked up. Oh, dude. I watched him play for 10 minutes because I wanted to see what the... Right. I got sick. Yeah. If you sit in front of uh, Fortnite, if you watch Fortnite as a parent and watch... And I, I don't have any scientific proof to say that it'll mess with your eyes, right? I don't. But I watched for 10 minutes and like, I was not feeling well. Wow. I, I was sick. I felt like I was on a like an ocean liner or mm-hmm. something. 
I was seasick and, and I'm like, I gotta go downstairs. I can't do this anymore. He's like, he's like laughing, like ha ha ha. And he's like flying the screen around all over the place. I, I, I know I'm old. I sound really old <laughs> talking like this, right? There's gotta be like a significant medical study that backs me up. There has to be. There is. There's been articles and research done that it changes your brain. It changes the function of your brain if you do it for too long. Now, I have not read any of these things, so this is just well, me hearing Kate, about Kate's them. argument was always the immediate satisfaction. Uh-huh. It Like these these new video games, ask the, like you never really have to work for that. Right. You, you need immediate satisfaction or immediate. But that's just how life is right now, generally. I know, but uh, my like nowadays, these whippersnappers. Oh, these my God. <laughs> You are 90. These kids, like, they're not finding their own fun. No, they're not. And it's so frustrating. Yeah, I have to I have to kick Jacob off of all electronics and tell him to go outside or just go find something to do. And he'll he'll whine for a little bit. And then before you know it, he's down here playing with Legos or he's outside or doing something. But it's often it's not by choice. It's me telling them, like, you gotta go do something. It's bad. It's it's a whole different level of bad. Like I mean, I feel like my house has more toys and stuff that, that I ever had growing up. Oh, yeah. But we had, like, a neighborhood posse that we would play, like, Ghost in the Graveyard, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it used to be that way. But now, like, kids are going over to each other's house and, and playing video games all the time instead of playing. Well, Owen's actually now playing a lot of football and stuff. But I'm I'm yeah. talking about now the younger ones. They're, they're not getting together to play football. They're getting together to talk about Fortnite they and are. all this other stuff. It's better in the summer because they can, you know, you're outside more. At least it is for in for Jacob. It's better in the summer. But, yeah, in the winter it's harder because you're stuck here in the house. I can't handle it. I know. It's tough. Now, there are days when I want to park my butt in front of the TV all day long. So I do give, like, I recognize that sometimes people need to do that. So Every now and again, I mean, I don't want to do it all day long, but like every now and again. Oh, it's 100% video game day when the Lions are playing. Oh, yeah. That's only like four hours long. Kate, Kate, I guess that's a long time. Kate made that declaration a couple years back. Well, it's also video game day when I'm having a wine night with your wife. Because (laughs) you dropped Jacob off. Are you going over to Miss Emmert's house? But that, yeah. but that's another argument. Like my kids get an hour. So Brody plays an hour and then Owen hops on and plays an hour. Yeah. Well, when Owen played his hour and then Jacob came over and then they played for like two and a half hours. Oh, yeah, they did. So now Owen's like, well, how come Brody gets more time than me? Oh. And now that's a whole new level of argument that and I have. said because mommy is doing speech I, when drinking. I, I guess. <laughs> because alcohol has more precedence over that's your right. video games. <laughs> we need to decompress. <laughs> that's our stress reliever. That's right. Someday you'll learn. That's right. It's way better than video games. Without making it sound awesome for him to try. No, I know. Exactly. I did start thinking about like, when do I have to start locking up as if I have a liquor cabinet? When would like, when is it appropriate to start locking that stuff up? I have no clue. I'm scared about that. I know me too, especially in our neighborhood. Like people drink a lot. Oh, I'm not worried as much about that because I feel like everybody watches each other in our neighborhood. They do, but not inside your house. Yeah. I don't think the kids would. Well, I could be wrong because there's probably like some like 21 year olds that are like, oh, back when I was 16. There's always going to be those. Jacob's a rule follower, though, so I do appreciate that. But um. Yeah, it's uh, video games. I don't know what it has to do with soulmates. 
It has nothing to do with soul. Maybe he'll find a soulmate on Fortnite. Oh my God. I can't believe you just said that. I'm totally kidding. Because I, <laughs> my argument, like one of these times I was like making fun of him because he's like connected to the screen. And he said something like, uh, he's like, it's a different generation. I go, yeah, it's the single generation. <laughs> and he goes, and he's like, what are you talking about? There's plenty of gamers. You should see this this one gamer on YouTube and how hot his wife is, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there like, oh, my gosh. It's, <laughs> you, you Tell me there's some science behind it that with social skills. Oh, for sure. There's a lot of issues, though, that where social skills are lacking because of technology, not just video games. Where, like Snapchat. Snapchat, Facebook, email, like texting. You don't have to talk. When you have a conflict with somebody, you can totally go off on them on email and People are unfiltered under with email because you don't have to deal with the repercussion of the face-to-face -face reverb of it. Right. So, And you can't tell tone. You can't tell tone. And that's important for me, too, because I am still dealing with that because I'm generally pretty sarcastic. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not competitive either. Well, mm -hmm. <laughs> but sometimes my tone gets lost over email. Well, I just think that, that kids, um, when you're going through the dating process – middle school, high mm -hmm. school, elementary, not so much, obviously. No. You have to have a courage. And that's part of like growing up. Kids don't have courage nowadays. They say, they say, what's, what's your Snapchat? And then they hit them up later. They don't like have the conversation. Like they go to a football game and they see a girl they like and they say, hey, what's your Snapchat? They exchange it. And then they walk away from each other. They don't hang out. Yeah. And, and they're dating, quote unquote. <laughs> now they're dating, but they never are together. Oh, um, yeah. No. You know, it's funny because we just had this conversation with, or I didn't, but uh, somebody in the counseling did with a group of students about what counselors can do to kind of bridge the relationship gap between students and counselors. Because it's very difficult to form relationships because you've got, you know, over 300 kids and you're not in a classroom, blah, blah, blah. And... We have always been racking our brains. How we, how can we get in front of the kids and how can we have groups and how can we do all this? And the kids told us, well, we should be able to do like Remind 101 and uh, Twitter and like all these. Uh, Group me. And, yeah, all these yeah. technology things. And it was like an aha moment of this generation doesn't care about face to face. They feel connected with if you just send an email that says, hey, good luck well, on the test. Have you have you read have you ever gone on Twitter? Do you have Twitter? I do, but I don't really use it. So. I go on Twitter like when there's going to be a snow day because the oh. superintendent of Wild Lake Schools has a Twitter. So he, he's on Twitter and he'll say, you know, plan on having school tomorrow. And there might be 500 replies like on Twitter to him. Normal kids that would never speak to a superintendent. Yeah. Let alone some of the things that they're saying. Mm -hmm. Now, the positives are... These kids feel like they have this relationship now with the figurehead of all of Wald Lake schools. Yeah. The negatives are some people say things that probably they shouldn't. They should not say because you are talking. And they've probably result and and some of them have resulted in consequences. Sure. You know, but you get that bravery. You really do. And I can have a relationship over text or. But they would email. never speak to them. No. no like that. Wouldn't. Like that. And, but, but that's my thing is like, I can have a relationship with somebody over a virtual world, texting, email, whatever, if I've already known them as a person. Like if I, if uh -oh. I have met you, if I know you, and now it's like, well, we've already have that. And so we can continue with, but it, like, if I don't even know you, it's difficult to, I don't know though. Like I have, 
I have gotten to know some people over email, like parents and stuff, where I'm, I felt like I know, knew that before I ever met them. Well, I mean, just another reason why elementary school teachers work harder than high school. No. Okay. I'm not going to start this again. I won the poll. You did win the poll. That's my first one but I've won. I feel won. like only elementary ski- teachers voted, except for Andrea Zellner. She. <laughs> Zellner. <laughs> No, you have a different, they have different elements, but I think um, when you, when I've walked in one shoe, right, and I see the other shoe, and I'm telling you, this is no disrespect to what high school, it is hard being elementary. Well, I'm sure that it is hard. I'm not, I'm not going to take that away at all. I just think it's a different kind of hard. I love that you have to be passionate about it because of all your coworkers. I appreciate it. That's not the reason. Oh, it's 100% of the reason. It is reason. not the reason. Well, has it ever occurred to you that I watch all of my coworkers? And no, you like, don't. You stay in your office, play a little solitaire. Oh, my God. Wait for people <laughs> to change their schedule. Nothing to do. That's all you Bonbons do. Bonbons all day long. No. But I see them, and they're like, Good teachers work really hard. And, you know, it's all across the board. I'm not saying they don't work hard. Right. I'm just saying elementary teachers have it harder. Okay. But there are some elementary teachers that are like, I could never go to high school because they don't understand that age. So they might feel like it's really hard. I think it just depends on where your, your expertise is. I don't think it does. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably getting more hated as we go. No, you're not getting hated. I'm not trying to take away the, the work of, all levels of I, education. I've just, hard. I've done it. I've mm-hmm. done it. And I feel, I feel like right now I could hop. I haven't taught in 11 years. I could hop in and be right back where I was and, and do exactly what I was doing. But I think if an elementary teacher takes off for 11 years, so many things change. And I'm not saying they don't change curriculum and like learning stuff in the high school area. But in the elementary, I mean, you got parents that don't even know how to do math with their kids anymore. Shut up. They don't. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. I don't know how to do math you, with you, my kids. I know. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm not blaming it on you. Do you know how to do fifth but, grade math? Yes. I but I will tell you this. I, I I go back to, I always defer to Kate because she knows the curriculum for that. Right. I'm, I'm lucky. But I can't imagine somebody outside of it trying to, they have to relearn it. They have to oh, relearn yeah. it. But in high school... Calculus is always going to be the same. <laughs> it's always going to be the same. In fact, I think they probably still have the same bio books from when I went there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I probably think they don't. <laughs> I don't know. Does it have an elephant on the front cover? History books should be getting <laughs> thicker, I would imagine, from I year guess. to year. I guess. But nothing changes. Webster's Dictionary changes. Every year they add new words. Yeah, new words that don't make sense because they're just from texting. That would be hard to be a writer of the dictionary. To be Webster? <laughs> is it or is that is not it's not his name somebody who does a map is webster a man or a female a man are you sure yeah what if that's the last name what if it's like it's still a man lillian webster it's not isn't it miriam webster it's miriam webster so it's a woman no i think it's still a man i think webster's a woman really huh <laughs> i feel like it's not does anybody know like, does anybody know zellner's gonna chime in zellner Oh, Miriam Webster's a friend of mine. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this was a nice little conversation. You can chime in and uh, we'll create a poll of whether you believe that there's only one soulmate out there for you. Oh, I would like to also know if people want to comment um, what their limit is for video games. Oh, that's a good one. Because I don't know if mine's high or low. All I know is I'm considering 
Monday through Thursday, zero video games. I'm impressed. I'm considering it. I hate having an argument with about it all the time. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. We also want to know if Miriam Webster is a boy or a girl because we don't know. True. Yeah. I'm sure Siri would tell us. Siri. <laughs> Just want to wonder. Yes. All right. Well, until next time, I don't know. I got nothing. You, you never do. I never do. I look to you. What do you have? Until next time. Um, mate with your soul. Meet with your soul. <laughs> All right. Meet with your soul. Meet with your soul. Okay. That's gross. All right. Said soulmates. Whatever. Peace out.